It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single woman in possession of a good job and relatively good reputation must be in want of a husband. And so, what does she do when the good old-fashioned way of meeting a significant other doesn't work out? She turns to the world of online dating. Am I alone in thinking that dating is a con? I mean, just think about it. So yeah, so usually I start with an introduction. So just for the sake of our listeners, who are you? Um, so my name is Kube Mvula. I have lots of long and colorful names but everybody who's ever met me prefers to call me Kuve so I think yeah that's the one we'll stick with I'm a big kid in demeanor I think I'm the personification of YOLO you only live once so I do I'm willing to try everything at least once I'm also just I think an actual genuine sweetheart in that I will be kind and I will be understanding even if I don't particularly like you very nice so, like that. <laughs> it is ridiculous. My mom is like, you, you will die. These people who don't <laughs> like you, they will kill you. I'm like, yeah, they say this. But, you know, I, I grow on people. And I think I'm a person who's got a pretty rich life history. I've, I've, I've been through quite a bit. Yes, you have, so which I'm is why I wanted you. I can share this wisdom. <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> That's why I wanted you for this episode. Because I've heard some of your yeah. stories and I just think, ah. Oh, Kindred spirits. <laughs> she gets hey. it. <laughs> yeah. It. So we'll start off with, uh, you know, the first question, the first part of the show is, are there any good places to meet someone? Whether it's online or in real life, can you think of, like, really good mm. places to meet someone? Because I've... <laughs> 2021... <laughs> has kicked my butt in the dating world i spent the first half of this year trying online dating not for the first time but Mm -hmm. in a more serious capacity all i have to say is i was very confused Mm. shocking people yes with what was being shocking human beings are shocking and it just made me wonder is that are there any good places to meet someone these days okay so i am a long-term relationship type of person so the minimum uh, duration that i've been in a relationship over the past couple of years of my dating life would be i think minimum has been two years Mm -hmm. and i think that the best way to meet a person is to actually meet them in real life okay people that you meet online tend to turn into hookups even if it's unintentional yes like everybody else i went through that oh i'm single now let's see what where i can i can meet people back then i think the only avenues we had was like facebook or bbm yes this is me showing my age now (laughs) and if you call these people up and you're like ah you know and and then we had really bad cameras like you guys are blessed so we had really really bad cameras like you'd look at someone and be like really really that's what you mm." 
and yeah, I hope you've got a great personality to match that. So, I think I've been brought up in a generation where eventually you just have to accommodate what's around yeah. you. So, when I was at Unza, I refused to date from my school. I was in the school of Agri. <laughs> I went to go and look for people at social sciences, humanities, school of education, and aside. Because I was like, nah, we need to have something to discuss. We can't both be discussing Dr. Shtumbanuma's lecture that didn't go well because nobody understood what he was talking about. Nah. So within a university, I guess you are spoiled for choice because there's so many people. When I got out of uni, started working, I was lucky in that I found myself in a customer customer relating type of job so i got to interact with a lot of people um i got to go to a lot of like networking um events and i know it sounds weird but guys when your type is your type (laughs) and it's in the beauty you feel it so if you are there at Taj Pamozi, the drinks are flowing, the conversation is dope, and you happen to find, because then I was, I was in my 20s as well, so then you, you find your age group kind of in that realm. You kind of gravitate towards each other. I remember that I actually met someone that I eventually started dating at one of, I think it was in Chwala, their dinner dance or something that also is a is is a great place to meet people so if you ever have like (laughs) where they say you can go and represent your company at a company event because one you're going to look great two you're going to sound like you know what you're talking about even when you don't (laughs) yeah three there's a reason you've been chosen to go there so there's certain knowledge or a certain look that they were looking for when they sent you out you've already got confidence because of these three things so when you go in there you, you, you're already equipped. You're ready. So it's just about you giving off the right pheromones. <laughs> so um, basically, you have your game face on. <laughs> you, yeah, you you're on just like, yeah, face. I'm here now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So me, for me, when I'm peacocking myself, I make sure the clean white shirt and the bow tie, it gets you far. <laughs> like, you walk into a room and people don't expect you, which is great for me so i walk in and i'm i get attention without having to try so hard i think that that for me was also great another thing is you need to look at the caliber of person you want to interact with and the age group if you want to find yourself with a social butterfly uh, you can go to a granddaddy's you will find him there you can go to shentemba you'll find him there but if you're trying to find yourself an actual sophisticated wholesome person and you want to meet them in real life i've found that the best place to meet them are coffee houses where are you you going because i I swear i have not met anyone really in a coffee house house. oh wait Um, no i lie one person and what were they doing at the coffee house that's another (laughs) thing do they have a laptop open at a coffee house or do they have a book open at a coffee house does their body language tell you that they're open for conversation or they're there to just kind I of I think they were just enjoy I, I, the ambiance but were they there to, I think they were there to enjoy the um, and it was one conversation really didn't go anywhere it was one of those oh that was a nice thing that happened but clearly this isn't going to go anywhere also I've had terrible dates mm-hmm. at coffee houses maybe that's why I'm very against it <laughs> <laughs> terrible date there once okay Ooh. I don't even understand. How do you have a bad date at a coffee house? There's cake and coffee. It was terrible. It was terrible. He showed up drunk 
to start with. And <laughs> you know that thing where basically you had, as you said, you had cleaned yourself up to be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You looked great. You smelled great. You were dressed great. And then the other person hasn't put in the effort as well. And sort of just came mm-hmm. in shabby. Yeah, they just came in looking like they life. Just yeah, like life was rough that day. Life was rough. But yeah, the so, the effort uh, was not was not equal. So I was just like, well, yeah. This 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 was fun. But yeah, this this is not yeah. going to be. Thank you for your interest. Um but no. <laughs> it's one of those rejection letters. <laughs> Dear applicant. <laughs> thank you for your interest. We appreciate your effort. <laughs> but unfortunately, but we've no. decided to go with another candidate. <laughs> Shows greater prominence. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, probably why I'm very hesitant about coffee dates or anything. And if you say work, I that's even for worse. Me, Cause, um, yeah. Hey, okay, work. <laughs> I can't say much. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say much. If you say work for me, that's even okay. Worse. We're gonna get, we'll get to, to work, work but, just uh, now. Yeah, that's. That's We're gonna get to work <laughs> just now because I have so much, <laughs> so much to say. Um, <laughs> but we digress. Yeah. So, coffee house. What I feel like the coffee house does is it's chill. So I'm usually a person who'd probably go to a coffee house on a Sunday. I look around, check the vibe. If there are people who seem to appeal to me in some way, I will make sure they see me. If they don't see me, they will smell me because I smell good. <laughs> So the yeah. pheromones and then some. Yeah, just walking like hey. Uh, I've had pretty good experiences, especially if you go on your own and you find them on their own. So you kind of join in their table if they if they're welcoming, and had some really good like good conversations if anything. Then work, yeah. Seeing as you brought it up, everybody's like, dude, how do you date people you I work can't. with? You don't shit where you eat. I know. I was like. But you guys forget that some of it might lead to the most magical relationship you have. Hear me out. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Uh, they, 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 they keep hiring my type. No, they need to change. I don't know. That's not I think you need state. to change your type. <laughs> 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 I've tried that. I changed my type. Then they still hired another one who fit the bill. Um, so I think with work for me, I'm... I'm a semi-workaholic, so I happen to find somebody who loves to work as much as I do, and we gravitated to each other almost instantly again. I was actually seeing somebody else when I met them, uh, and this person I was seeing, (laughs) the thing that they hated the most about me was my obsession with my job. And I was like, but you don't understand. Like, I'm building something from scratch here. Like, I've been given the platform because nobody's ever done it before. And they didn't have an appreciation for that. And I think that was the beginning of the end. And then to find this other person that's giving you the puss in boots eyes every time you talk about a new project was just like, yeah, boy. Giving you the what? I feel like we need to hear that one more time. They were giving you what? The puss in boots eyes. (laughs) You're like, yeah. (laughs) I'm as amazing as you think. No, I'm joking. 
So it was great. Like, and then you'd have these conversations and they would give you opinions and they were very well spoken. So even if I wanted to bring something up, I'd be like, ah, please, can you check this email for me and tell me if it's okay? And they'll give you, you know, like then we became codependent, not just mm. at home, but at work as well. And everybody knew that if you call on any of these two, you shit to get sorted. And that's for me was great. And just seeing somebody also flourish into their own as well because they were younger was just amazing to me like ah, this yeah. was a person that used to just give up on stuff but because i think they also had that permanent support as well they were like yeah, yeah i'll stick with this i think this is taking me somewhere so even if we're not together anymore i always know that at some point we're going to be great friends i don't know when but we're going to be really good friends and I know it's coming because we share more than the normal, typical relationship bond. So, yeah, I think work, like it, it, it can be really cute. Aww. And having someone you work with, like, you know, if you're, if you're about to have your lunch, you, you can simply just go and look for them back. Yo, dude, do you have food to eat? No, you don't? Okay, let's share my burger. You know, but you can't do that if you don't work with a person. You're not going to drive from your office to follow someone to their office to follow them in the corridor and be like, hey, dude, you have food? Let's share my burger. No. You can only get those type of dynamics if I you're in the same like work environment already. I feel like there are people already. who do that. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who do There's that. There's a thin line between love and who obsession. Who eh? respective workplaces. <laughs> like, I, there is, and it's a very thin one. But I promise you, I there will be one person who say I know a person who leaves their office to have lunch with their significant other. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> I can put money on it. I'm telling you, there's there's somebody. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> there. They're like even in our office, there's like yeah. people who go downstairs and like eat in their cars with their significant other, and then the person drives off and life goes on. I guess th- that's one one way of keeping track of your um, partner, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Seems a bit much, but mm, okay. Guys, 8 to 17 is a long time. Hey, a lot can happen. <laughs> a lot so, can happen. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, sometimes. Unless you're me. Um, oh, but you, we For whatever know reason, I really like... I like having my person just, you know, a few discs away. So you're a very big advocate for in real life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and also just spending, like, time with the person both in their comfort zone and in your comfort yeah. zone is very important because you will see how they treat things that you are anal about. <laughs> like, I'm very anal about the cleanliness of my house. So I will invite you to my house and see how you treat my house. I'm also anal about how people treat my dog. If my dog doesn't like you, it's likely you might never be invited to my house again. Also just also seeing them with their people. What are the things that they hold dear? What type of personality do they give off and what type of energy do they give off when they're around their people and their comfort? We met at a bar. I was telling her about what had just happened to me. This woman looked me up, came to my workplace, and told me that if things didn't work out, she was going to destroy my life. I was pouring out my life to her, and she was pouring me beers. The rest is history. 
but in all this finding somebody mm-hmm. whether it's online or in real life is their thing as having too many standards so i have a friend and you know her she mm-hmm. so we still don't know whether she'll be on the podcast or not but mm. <laughs> her standards i think right now she only has two <laughs> One being that he needs to be alive. (laughs) And the other. And the other, I think, is he needs to be employed or something like that. I can't remember. But I I was alive and employed. Yeah, then that's it. Like nothing else. This is what Lusaka has done to the poor girl. This is what Lusaka has done to a poor girl. Like just be alive and just be employed. Everything else Mm -hmm. I don't care about. (laughs) Then you're like. You meet other people like, eh. who have a wish list. Uh-huh. So, is there a thing as having too many standards? And if you do have too many standards, is that a uh-huh. bad thing? Okay. And what is too so many standards? Exactly. Like, that that was going to be my follow-up. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I, I've been told I have too many standards. Eh. But I, I don't know what they are. Because I'm also mm. just not very tolerant. <laughs> okay, no. I'm going to approach this from 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 my thinking process, and I I think this goes for a lot of daddies girls. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm getting the daddies girl vibe off. Oh me. man, I'm a, I'm a born and bred. I am my daddy's father's girl. Daughter. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm my father's daughter. Like, so I can't change that. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you've probably got friends who you've yeah. also seen this with. But if you are a daddy's girl, you have standards. It's a given. Yeah. Whether you can have too many, it is when you, you, you know you've got too many when you start borderline getting to unrealistic. <laughs> where you, this person that you have in your mind is, is a human being that comes from a movie and will uh, never exist uh. in real life. That's when you know that my standards are okay, chill out more. And also... When you are setting the set standards, you also need to look at yourself. You can't be telling everyone, no, me aren't marry a doctor when the only degree you're bringing to the table is your birth certificate. Oh, wow. No. That's not right. So before you set your standards for what you expect, you should also have the bare minimum of what you're requesting of another person. True, true, true. So, so this is how I see it. <laughs> birth certificate... Please down. <laughs> look for your size <laughs> and stick with Sit them. Down. If you have a PhD, so please reach out. Hala, hala, that a girl. <laughs> you have a PhD. <laughs> so, I believe that every daddy's girl, yes, just going through it again. Every daddy's girl has got standards simply because your father was the first male love of your life, and he set a certain standard for you. So you as a woman, you're going out there, even if you don't know it, but you're going out there and you're going to probably end up with your dad. <laughs> Sorry, Which you said that. Very scary this, thought. This, this nearly happened to me. Uh-huh. Where the two, three times we went out, I just felt like I was having a conversation with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> And this is creepy. It's 
creepy because the mannerisms, the the the, the very intro, yeah, the very introvertedness um, mm-hmm. nature of the person just made me feel. I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm. This is deja vu. I was like, I know people say you date your dad, but I don't want to date my dad. <laughs> It's just weird. No, it's, it's but weird. I, it, like yeah, it, but it's the, it's unconscious. But isn't it like the same way they say guys go looking for their moms? Because I read yeah. that somewhere. The guys will go looking for their moms. No, but it depends on their relationship with said mom. If the boy is closer to his father than his mom, he might end up finding a woman with traits of his father. Oh. So it depends on which parent you're closer to. It's not necessarily opposite to opposite it's just makes for very weird dating because I'll, I'll i'll give you a scenario now i've mm. got uh, a cousin very close to her mom when i saw her yeah. boyfriend i was like oh my god you're dating your mother <laughs> <laughs> like it was so creepy because he has the exact like he's got that very calm relaxed passive docile yeah. demeanor which some would say is a feminine demeanor yeah and when i know but like that's what it's i mean like it it depends on who which parent for you i think was the stronger person but then again you've got people who are their parents that's like mm-hmm. a whole different dynamic so if you find that your personality or your father's personality for example very aggressive very strong very and you also have those same traits you are not going to want to be with someone who's going to be like that because that's going to cause a clash of personalities at some point yeah so i think yes it's possible to have too many standards and it only comes to light when you can now look at yourself and realize that what i'm asking for is unrealistic yeah yeah so i think that's the point at which you know you hit too many so basically don't don't go looking for james bond if you're in love with james no James Bond, sorry, there is no. <laughs> Go looking for Bob the Builder, you might have better chance. Yeah, but it is important for you to have standards. But like I said, when you go and you're trying to set those standards, make sure that mm-hmm. you look at yourself first and see what you are bringing to the table versus mm-hmm. your expectations. So, yeah, and then also... You don't also want someone who exceeds you in terms of who you are because in relationships you tend to find a situation where you start putting this person on a pedestal that they mm, may okay. or may not deserve just yeah. because you have got some sort of inferiority due to the standards you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important for you to know yourself well enough to say, mm you as I need to my problems <laughs> but you know I can handle. when you say that it makes me think um shouldn't it be better if you sort of get as you say someone on your level because at least in my experiences mm-hmm. you have someone saying oh you're like up here and I'm still down there and maybe as a person that's not what you're thinking that's not the energy you're putting out but because the other person is extremely focused on these differences that are not huge to you, mm-hmm. but might be like extremely big for them. 
if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. Or I can, can I give an example? You can. Um, let's say you come from a family of money mm-hmm. and this person is trying to just make their way in the world. Yeah. So you, because you come from money, you're more comfortable, you've got a car, you've got a nice house that you go home to every day. This person is coming from their one bedroom in Kawata. He uses a bus every day and he's thinking, but how, where do I even, you know, how do I get to her? Is that, that a scenario that... Yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's actually very close to a scenario that I've experienced with... Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, yeah, the challenge yeah. with that is you, who is in the money position, also has to protect yourself, hey? That's true. There's though. a lot of young men out there who are looking for girls who are coming from well-to-do families. And they usually catch them around the age of 21 to 25 and they marry them while they are still confused and still believe in love at first sight and all that rubbish. I'm past that point. I'm past so now that you have passed that point, <laughs> even when you are choosing this person and say, hey, he's, he's on a bus today, but he's not going to be on a bus forever. Um, he shows uh, growth. I, yes. I think it's important when they st- when they show growth. If he's not showing growth, yes. then just is very comfortable on the bus. Which there's no problem with if he's comfortable on the bus. But I think it's nice when someone shows growth. But there, there's a lot of things wrong with being too comfortable with where you are in life. <laughs> you need to... Because if a person doesn't have that hunger, they tend to settle for the bare minimum. And trust me, in life... You do not want to be stuck with someone who's stuck in the cycle of the bare minimum where he just gets his salary, he uses his salary, next month he waits, gets his salary. You need somebody who's going to say, but this salary that I have, how can I get something more so that I can start investing in something? How can I get more so that I can buy a car? How can I get more so that I can buy a house, own some land? There needs to be those type of conversations in a relationship if Mm. you find yourself in a place where there's no conversations like that run it's dangerous run you'll find yourself sleeping on a mattress (laughs) run (laughs) hey ah no Ah. but you see i feel like if you're one of those girls who has that um fixer in them you get mm-hmm. stuck in, in such a rant of, okay, he doesn't have ambition, but I'm going to fix him so that he has ambition. He wants these things. But I always feel like there has to be a, a certain percentage. That per- yeah, yeah. The, set, the person has to want these things. The most you can do is support them in the process of mm-hmm. them getting to these things. But the person themselves have, you know, has to want these things. But then no, we get I trapped totally in the, we get trapped in the, I can fix him, I can change him, or you know, change hey, him, that's, that's whatever the pronouns are. Um, but you get trapped in sort of that um, fixer DIY sort of situation, mm-hmm. and which is terrible, and also you lose a lot of time because you get, you're also not spending you time have. with yourself. Because mm-hmm. you're more focused on making sure that this person is okay, you know they have this ambition that 
when you probably dig deep down is your ambition it's not theirs but yeah mm-hmm. that's just my two cents no i totally agree and it's it's a vicious cycle once you get into a situation where you find someone who is content with like i said the bare minimum where they're like ah you, there's very you can try and push but as the phrase say, goes you can take a horse to the water but you can't force the horse to drink it nope. yeah so you can be coaxing and whatever or you find yourself in a situation where you push this man to get to this level and he starts to um despise you because he feels like hey me i was fine where i was you every day are just putting me in pressure and then when he finally uh, succeeds, he moves on to the next thing. After you've built him. That's just, that's just been sad. I, I don't even know if it's <laughs> been worse. <laughs> <They're> yeah. <laughs> so these, these potentials, you know, he has a lot of potential. When uh, you're dating, he's got a lot of potential. You, you need to be very careful. What are his intentions? How far are you going to go together? Is this a forever thing? So even as you are investing your time and your effort, you really need to know what you're investing your time and effort in. So, gentlemen, ladies, as you have heard, maybe it's time we start, you know, you know, like how in your uni applications, <laughs> what are you interested Start having serious conversations. Start having serious conversations. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm way past that point where I have the energy to do fixer-uppers. It, it, it's exhausting. I've tried it before and it's exhausting. Yeah. It's not really. Uh, okay. And then oh. you find that you are building for somebody else. Yeah, you become ah. a caretaker. Yeah, therapist, caretaker, financial advisor, everything underneath the sun. Go on, say, one person. And then he just does you a like, cheers. It's been great. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. What was the question? Right. Where did we meet? (laughs) We met in the electronics (laughs) aisle. I later realized that he needed batteries to operate too. If you know what I mean. So we come from standards and everything. So basically, Mm -hmm. should we start treating (laughs) dating like a job interview? Please, um... Send through your previous exes <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> a list of your previous exes and their contact details. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, three references. <laughs> Please this submit is a, a this CV. Is a, this is a great question. If a 600 page essay. <laughs> okay, so when you say dating, is this dating where you're like in an exclusive relationship or this is dating where you're dating several people just to try and get a feel? So it, it can be either way. So with. you you can do it like it was a like I said like it's a job interview. So you've told mm-hmm. um, potential A, you know, please send mm-hmm. in your your application references, three references because that's standard. <laughs> if you're one of those who wants to see financials, last pay slip. Same with potential B, C, and then mm-hmm. you start to evaluate your choices. I think when you are dating, which is where you're seeing several people and trying to evaluate who kind of fits your bill. So in that situation, I don't think you need to get to a point where you scrutinize them and start asking them things that are just, you know, 
you don't ask for information that you're not willing to give as well mm. yeah? yeah so you're just getting to know each other you're getting to know if this person's vibes or not you're getting to know if this is a person that you actually want around you yeah so i think in the dating stage no not so much but when you now hone in and say this is a person that you'd like to be exclusive with i think you have every right to ask certain questions they say a couple that runs out of questions to ask each other is a couple that's headed for doom so for me i even have the questions that i ask you have a list of questions I have a list of questions. Oh, I have to that hear I this ask. list of questions. I have to at least hear five of them. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you the t- the five that I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah. The first one is, do you hold a grudge? Okay. Um, or do you get over things fairly quickly? This is important for me because at some point in my life, I actually thought I was a bit of a narcissist. Because <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Calm down, relax. <laughs> so I thought I was a bit of a narcissist because I would in unintentionally hurt people. And they would think I'm being very dismissive about it when in actual fact I didn't realize that this is a thing that hurt the other person. So you'd find that somebody's busy boiling and fuming somewhere and I'm like, no idea this is what's going on. So, so for me it's important to know, do you hold a grudge or do you get over things pretty quickly? So that's mm-hmm. an important question for me. Also, how often have you ever been cyber stalked by your ex? I think that question is more for me than for them because mm-hmm. if I'm with them now, obviously it means this person's also stalking me. Um, I need to know <laughs> how risk how at risk I am as well. Also, I need to know how easy is it for you to have difficult conversations. It can be very small things, like maybe you feel like your partner doesn't express themselves as often as they should. So you're both walking on eggshells around each other because you don't actually know what this person's mental feelings are about a certain thing. So it's Mm -hmm. very important for me to know, do you find it very difficult to have these conversations or is it fairly easy for you? Yeah. If it's easy for you, then eh, that that makes my life easy because generally, funnily enough, I'm not an assertive person to be in a relationship with. Really? No, I'm not. I'm very, very docile, very passive, and I find it very difficult to start difficult conversations. So I would prefer that I'm with someone who can initiate and then I give feedback. Another thing is I want to know that can you afford your lifestyle right now? Yes. I'm not about to become your breadwinner. The financier of Girl is thinking my way, but can't afford to So we need to, you know, evaluate. Am I about to become a way buying? Eh. So that I also feel is quite important to know so that you know that financially maybe I need to recheck myself. So, yeah. How many is that? Have I given you three, four? I four. Okay. So you still want one more? I still want one more. Um, Everybody wants to hear what this list is. I mean, <laughs> you know, if she can share the list with all of us, that would be great. But we will take the five. Um, who, who would you ask for advice from when you find yourself in a difficult predicament? Is it your mm. family or your friends? 
with this i'm trying to find out how your family life is do okay. you have that big open relationship with your family where you can be like hey mom i got my heart broke this is where i'm at and this is what's going on or are you going to go and sit with your friend group and cry with them about how you had your heart broke so i i need to understand what your family and your friend dynamics are because some people um have closer relationships with their fa- with their friends than they do with their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's kind of good to know where that person stands with those relationships as well. Also, in the same um, vein, I want to know how often do you talk to your parents? Okay. Um, so that's just me trying to gauge your home life right now. Like, uh, is everything okay? Are you welcome at your house? <laughs> um, <laughs> are we safe? Yeah, so you you do have the the sort of job interview question. Or yeah, interview but questions. like, but ask them obviously you want to get serious with the person. Yeah, this is me settling now. Like, mm-mm. like I, I feel you. Let's 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 not see other let's people. Let's do this. Let's just do yeah, this. Let's so now it. we're doing us. So this would ordinarily probably be like a three months into the relationship now. And I'm like, okay, so bring out the notepad. (laughs) 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 So yeah. Question number one. Do you snore? Yeah, (laughs) no. Um. (laughs) Thank you for your application. (laughs) Please expect feedback from us in three to five business days. Yeah, so I mean, you have fun with it, and also like like I said, the couple that yeah. runs out of questions to ask each other, I I think you're avoiding certain things. Okay, so. As I um, usually do this at the end of every show, it's called the lightning round. So I ask you five questions. You give me short answers, straight to the point. If you want to explain, you can explain, but really, <laughs> there's no need. <laughs> <laughs> so these are five questions. <laughs> the anxiety of it all. Jeez. Best of luck uh, to you. Uh, I hope thank this, you, thank you. this uh, doesn't hurt anyone's feelings. But question one. Do you prefer to date older or younger partners? Younger. Why? Old people have problems. And <laughs> baggage that I'm usually problems. not... No, you see, young people's problems are usually problems you can do something about. This person is telling you his problems. They're beyond you. They're just going back. Yeah, okay, sorry, babe sorry like you know i really wish there was more i could do to help but like you know i'll just be your listening ear but at least the young one you can just be like hey let me tell you this is what you can do it's up to you if you want to do it or not because i've been there i've done that i've seen it so yeah younger the dumbest reason you've refused to date a person like um like in my head or like it's like an actual thing like an actual thing they had dreadlocks okay best pickup line or intro you've received um 
I can't even think of a pickup. Have I ever been picked up, bro? This is a I good question. Okay, this one was kind of racist now that I think about it. But like, yeah, like in the moment, I was like, oh my god, a guy actually asked to lick my face, and I was like, <laughs> why would you ask to lick my face? Like, I want to see if the chocolate is real. And I was like, oh, it's so cute in the moment, like. Because he was like the whitest Swedish boy I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, uh. it was kind of cute. It was like, yeah. So yeah, I think that was really, really cute. Like, yeah. Oh, this this fetish. Oh, oh gosh. I don't even know. Like, I've had one they, of those. I think they do lick you. Oh, gross. I've had one of those and the guy asked me. If I wasn't even asked, he was like, I've never tried a black girl before. <laughs> I felt really violated because I'm like, I'm not a piece of clothing. You try clothing. <laughs> you try food. <laughs> you don't try black people. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You don't try black people. We're not clothing. We're not food. But uh, anyway, the worst pickup line <laughs> you've ever received. If a guy like me likes a girl like you, what should I do about it? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this oh, guy was like in my I'm Facebook done. Messenger DMs. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Like you. If a guy like me likes a girl like you, what should I do about it? I thought it couldn't like get any worse than, it, you know, high. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there are worse things than just the high. High. And I've never yeah. understood high. Like sometimes I, I look at this, <laughs> like what am I supposed to do with this? I feel you like high you, back. you high high. Then it goes how are you? How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Wait, no, I think I have one of those. Let me, let me find it. I swear I have one of those. And it was... Ah, I just didn't know what to do with it because I was very confused. And I think you even asked me, how did I sleep <sighs> on top of I don't know what's going on with my life. <laughs> so no, for I me, I asked him, so what do you normally do? So he said, I propose. So eh. I'm saying, okay, so if you propose, I'm guessing you're married. He's like, yeah, but that doesn't stop me from having feelings. That's when I just screenshot the conversation and sent it to my best friend. I was like, this is the nonsense that has that's happening in my messenger. She just oh. laughed at me. I haven't spoken to him since. He's still busy liking my photos on Facebook, so. Let me, let me. Ah, here's one. Hello. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Morning. How was your night? It was fine, thanks. Okay. End of night. okay for me <laughs> what, what, what what do you do with that 
you just keep quiet at some point and like let them realize that there's no way where that conversation is going because you're like okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do guys if anybody wow. has a solution for such things okay please <laughs> help us help us we are many because <laughs> one if somebody sends me hi whether it's you know instagram dm whatever it just it it throws me up because i'm like <laughs> hi <laughs> like where do you go from there and i think that's a, that's why i don't even when i'm talking to my friends i think i have to consciously remind myself ask them like hi how are you doing because half the time i just go straight into <laughs> the topic. conversation straight mm-hmm. into the conversation i'm not like hi how are you you're fine because okay, hi, so mm. hi is just so awkward hi is just hi hello I, I feel like i could write a book death by a thousand highs and just <laughs> all the highs <laughs> that i have ever received ever and i received. do have them i have mm. them i actively have them because sometimes i'm just like i'm going to screenshot this because i feel like it's going to come in handy at some point. One day. So yeah. One day. When I'm just saying, please don't send me high. Like, I don't know what to do with a high. It, it oh, throws wow. me off. I've had somebody <laughs> who actually, I think they picked up a thesaurus. Wow. Hi. Like, and that's why I have this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> human beings. Last time I tell you, human beings online are shocking. <laughs> The person where even that threw me off because I'm like, oh, I know you definitely don't know this word because it just sounds so archaic. Mm-hmm. And even I had to look it up because I was like, oh, this doesn't sound like it sounds like a disease, if anything. <laughs> e- what was the word? It sounds like a disease that I don't want to mispronounce it. Mm. But I will send it to you. It was like I'll I'll, I'll wait. I'll I'll send it to you separately. But it was it, it, it was a bit much. Even I was just like uh, <laughs> I was trying to disbombobulate you uh-huh, or leave I, I you was, bedazzled. I was bedazzled. I was like, what mm. on God's green earth is? Uh, They're like those people who just leave you flabbergasted. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bit much for me. I'm like, I'm a reader, but this I know is not. I even asked the person. I said, okay, <laughs> you picked up a dictionary, right? And they're like, yes, I did. Because I had to make sure that I gave like a, a first impression. Something that mm. would make you. I mean, in all their in hard work, it was something that made me respond to the message. <laughs> I'll give them that. I did end up responding to the message because I was very curious now to find out whether they had just like picked up a, a dictionary or something like that. Oh, we digress. The last question. So you uh-huh. said um, coffee shops, good place to meet people. But what's mm-hmm. a good place for a first date other than a coffee shop or a restaurant? Or some I place think where you eat food? Coffee shops and restaurants are overdone. My ideal first date would actually be a garden. Oh. Picnic basket, quiet, 
you learn about what foods the other person likes mm-hmm. you learn about how they deal with True. insects nature and actually just being just the two of you there's nobody there to play music distract you take orders disrupt your conversation no so i think a picnic is actually the best first date okay so thank you you're welcome okay yeah so if anybody wants to interact with you online or you know wherever where can they find you um wow <laughs> i think i'm the easiest person to find uh on facebook my name is Kube Mvula, K-U-B-E, Mvula, I'm sure you can spell. Um, my Instagram handle, I think, I keep changing it. I think it's Bashful K, so Bashful like the Seven Dwarfs, and then K. Okay. Yeah, so I'm available on both. It is, it's easier to find me on Facebook than it is on Instagram it's not my it's not my vibe really but i'm i'm there for formality's sake my sister was just like at your age why are you acting like a grandma you should be on instagram it's like hey you know <laughs> the youth have spoken <laughs> okay so if anyone wants to um i won't say slide into your dms but just pick up the conversation from where we yeah. have left it or have any questions for you they can always just <laughs> as they Young, what do the young ones say? Is it still sliding into your DMs? It's sliding into your DMs. Okay, you can slide into your DMs. Well, you, you keep me young because I, I really don't know some of this slang. Mm. So, um, I think for me, if anyone's going to slide into my DMs, just tell me what the latest slang phrases are, just so that I can not be as catch old up. As I, yeah, guys, I'm lazy though. I have to be honest about Thank you for listening to Hey, Am I Alone Here? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And interact with us on our socials. Details in the show notes. Bye.